All right, so <laughs> do you guys think – I don't know. I'm thinking about this right now. I feel like guys have an idea about girls' celebrity crush, like people who are popular in the mainstream and stuff like that. So I was curious if girls have the same – I don't know. Do girls know like a majority of guys celebrity girl crush? Because like today is Jennifer Aniston's birthday and I feel like she's a pretty popular, pretty popular pick, right? This was a really roundabout way of saying you have a crush on Jennifer Aniston. No, I don't. (laughs) No, I don't. To be honest with you, to be honest with you, I think she's kind of overrated. So that's why. Because because she's everybody's pick, I was wondering if the my opinion is I feel like guys don't really care that much about celebrity crushes. I feel like that's more of like a girl thing, but maybe I'm wrong. Okay. I'm have to go off with Logan said. I don't I don't <laughs> ever hear guys being like, "Oh my God, you see Beyonce on right. the Super Bowl." Yeah, I guess that's right. I feel like in situations that I've been in or I've heard people talking about that, it's like. It's a super like informal small talk kind of question. I don't know. Maybe I'm the only person. Who You're hanging way. out with the wrong bros. But I also feel like like I don't think I have like a celebrity crush. Like I feel like I did when I was like young, you know. But yeah. I feel like now I just like don't really care. Yeah. Well, and I get that because I don't really care anymore either. But right. Like except for Jennifer <laughs> except for Jennifer. No, I'm t- she's overrated. <laughs> I mean, stamping that right right here right now. I, I do feel like the idea of like a celebrity crush might be a younger person's game. I think so too. Like, um, Although there's still people like our age who are like obsessed with Harry Styles. So honestly, Justin Bieber though. Like, Justin Bieber will never die. Like he's I mean. never, he's always <laughs> been one. Forever and always. Yeah, since like 2008 or something. Heartthrob. Early. Heartthrob. <laughs> I just made CJ listen to him. Last night. We were just talking about how he sold his discography. Um, do you think it's like a weird life being like a heartthrob, like being Harry Styles or being Justin Bieber? Like you just walk around and you know that like, h- how do you not let that go to your head? You know what I mean? I like, think that would just be like, could you ever be insecure though? I feel I, like that would be like you- a good thing. Uh, yeah, Although but it would go to your head. It would definitely go to your head. But then the insecurity would feel even worse because as a human, everyone is insecure. But if you're like someone who's insecure, but everybody loves you, then all of a sudden, like, you're also an idiot for being insecure. On that topic, though, I feel like I just saw on Instagram, it's like people that are really popular, like the Jenners. Like, anything that they do, people think it's, like, a whole look or vibe. So yeah, like no matter if what. Harry Styles, like, came out and, like, was wearing, like, mismatched colors or, like, had this whack hairstyle, people are like, that's the look. Yeah, and, like, he kind of has done that. Like, how he's branched into wearing, like, more feminine clothes and, like, really colorful stuff. And now I feel like that's more of, like, a style for men. 
Well, I feel like no matter what they do, like they're yeah, in style. It doesn't matter. They so could wear the most no, ugly thing. Yeah. No matter what you do, you look good. Yeah. I would feel good. Yeah, it would feel great. That would just <laughs> boost my confidence. No insecurity. It's great. <laughs> Honestly. It's like being you're a trendsetter, right? That's gotta be a really easy feeling. Yeah. Whatever you know that whatever you put on. Do you on, disagree, babe? I, I feel do. Like you because don't. like they're still people. So when they inevitably look in the mirror and be like, you're a piece of shit, then they have the also the thoughts like, okay, but millions of people don't think you're a piece of shit. So but you're dumb for thinking that. And then you almost spiral further into that. Like that's like the dark side of Hollywood, right? Like these people are like, they have to put on that they live in this perfect carefree life all the time. And yet there still have to be humans. Yeah, it's more of like an internal thing. Yeah, you saying? can't tell anyone. I mean, you can go to therapy, obviously, but like you can't. I don't know, because it's also like the flip side of that is people are going to use that as an opportunity to like be like, oh, I'm so insecure and everything's so hard for me. I'm just like you. It'll be a trend. <laughs> yeah. yeah and then all of a sudden like it's Insecure cool to be boy. autistic you know <laughs> like that's the snowball effect um sorry <laughs> <laughs> i mean i get what you're saying but i feel like for me if i was like really you know not feeling good about myself and then i saw like millions of people were like saying how hot i was i would be like hell yeah like i feel great now they're right like i am hot you know what <laughs> checking instagram comments to sell crowdsource my self-esteem mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bars <laughs> yeah i don't know i mean i i know i wouldn't want to be famous right fuck no medium level fame would be cool like every once in a while someone's like hey aren't you the dude from this that'd be cool but um not being able to like do regular people things yeah like go out places you can't, you can't just go get a steak for dinner like that's not a thing you do anymore or you can't go to the grocery store you just can't do it anymore yeah it's like that episode of the kardashians where they wear disguises so they can go out in public and see if they get recognized (laughs) i always find it interesting like the different ways people hide from the paparazzi how would you hide from the paparazzi josh (sighs) i hate the paparazzi man I just feel like that's such... How would I hide from the paparazzi? (laughs) I would just move somewhere where they wouldn't find me, to be completely honest with you. I'm okay. And that's sort of where it comes down to, like, who you are as a person. Do you want the, like, the city living? Or are you cool with being in, like, a more more, uh, calming environment where you're not going to see a lot of people? You know what I mean? Because in those calm environments, there's less chance of paparazzi there because you're the only person. You know what I'm saying? Whereas in L.A., they can go down any block and there's pretty pretty high chance of seeing some celebrity you you can grab a photo or video of them but i don't know if i'm hiding i'm getting out of getting out of the city but you almost have to be there for work yeah that's true too like can't I, i'm with it. you though i mean if you made enough money then well you it's what's your work disappear but like what's your job hey if you're a high profile celebrity famous. you're probably either a musical artist or an actor or actress if you're a musical artist you don't necessarily need to be that's there. true that's true if you're an actor and an actress you're probably bounced around wherever filming is desired depending on whatever movie or show you're in if you're in jurassic world 
<laughs> you know, you have to go where the dinosaurs are. But then that's, that's the goal. Like you can be so far off the grid wherever you want to. Off the grid. <laughs> I know you want to say it. Go ahead. <laughs> Did you just say? <laughs> I feel like I would hire like doppelgangers. Oh, see, that's a great answer. Because yeah. then, yeah. They'd be like, oh, I saw Beyonce at wherever. Oh, shit. I just saw Beyonce again. At, oh, my God. There's five Beyonces. Yeah. But Beyonce is like just chilling at like Chili's. Yeah. <laughs> Chili's. <laughs> chilling at Chili's. Does Beyonce go to Chili's? I was, like, do celebrities like miss like fast casual restaurants like Olive Garden? They should. Endless salads and soups. Are you joking? Right. They Olive have Garden? To, a small yeah. part of them has to miss that. I would think. They could still get takeout, get somebody to deliver it. But the, the lighting but won't the, be the same the as inside of a Chili's. Like the lighting, <laughs> those like stupid broken glass lights they used to have. Mm. Yeah, the vibes are on. On. How are you hiding from the paparazzi? Um, I don't know. I I. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely would be someone who like like once it was like a socially normal thing to just wear masks like I would probably never stop doing that yeah. and wearing sunglasses like I probably wouldn't hide physically in the sense like I'd try to get away from them I would just not give them anything <laughs> like I would just walk around like I feel like that might be some Kanye shit like I would just wear masks and shit like so that you couldn't actually see me and just go about my day I was thinking about that too after I said that. And the nice thing about that is is they still see you. Like they can still have a like ninety percent chance guess that it's you. But you you're not getting those you're not snapping pictures of like the facial your facial expression. Like I feel like um people in photos today, like when they're getting photos taken care of, they're so keen on like what their face looks like or if they're smiling or if you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of that stuff revolves around your face yeah Yeah. do you agree yeah yeah the emotions (laughs) are at least hidden you're like a just a figure at that point yeah i also like the move of when celebrities like flick off the paparazzi or like do something that's like they can't they can't use it anymore i like that move i feel like that's what i would do just do something like really inappropriate so they can't use it i i agree with that but it's also like there's a game to it right so you have to at some point like just give in and play the game like it's part of being famous is like dealing with the paparazzi um and we talked about this a little bit earlier like athletes like the post-game interviews like how much i hate that shit and i feel like it's just like invading on them like at the end of the day it's part of it like you have to just kind of play the game. I don't know. Speaking of post-game interviews, let's talk about the questions they ask. It's always like, so how did you get the basketball on the hoop this game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and these guys, like, yeah, I'm this guy just thing. had... <laughs> you know, I just go to practice every day, and I just I try really hard to hit the backboard, and shit goes in, and it's I just try to do it repeatedly <laughs> until I just ball out and 80 to 0. Shit's wild. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like that. No, it's right though. And I, I like. I know Greg Popovich. He's one of like the the coach for San Antonio Spurs. He's one of like the most iconic when it comes to answering stupid questions from interviewers. You know what I mean? And he'll give like the most dry or the most basic answer. 
Um, also, you just balled out, so you're like tired. Yeah. It's, it's like, you want me to know how I just performed? We all just watched it. And you're likely emotional. Like, if it was a big moment for you, yeah, you want to be with your teammates, the guys who are with you every single day. You don't want to be with fucking jackass reporter number two <laughs> who just is like, and tell us what it means to you to hit the game winner. It's like, it fucking, it's good, you know? Yeah, I don't can know. you imagine, like, mid-celebration song being like, hey, let me borrow you for a second. It's, it's like, pretty much like that. I was that. in the middle of Yeah, it's something. like, I'm busy. It's pretty <laughs> much like that. And, yeah, I don't know. It's... I don't feel as bad for professionals because they do make millions and millions of dollars. But like the college kids, this seems yeah. fucked up to me. Could you imagine having to do like a every day you have to do a um, press conference after leaving your job or after you like talk out for the day? Yeah, exactly. I guess it is kind of like that when you. That's true. When you think about it, yeah. I don't know. I used to work at Ulta <laughs> before you clocked out. You like had to talk about your whole day and like your numbers and how much stuff you sold really felt like a celebrity that hmm. i saw anything no how much stuff you sold yeah like so if you like had like mascara which they have at ulta <laughs> <laughs> we just went to ulta, yeah, today. We were at ulta today that's why i'm confused because i feel like there was no like sales people there were just like cashiers you were at the wrong ulta first of all but like people <laughs> have like sales goals for sure it's like if there's anything new it's like you know something drops like once again Beyonce if she's dropping like a highlighter it's like they need to sell like a hundred of those by probably probably Beyonce hundred an hour but yeah you have to sell in a certain amount by the end of the day hmm. but or if they're trying to get you to like sell a credit card or something like that isn't that something else that might come up yeah, yeah. kind of similar thing I was pretty good at that Wait, you would get people to do the credit I'm, card? Yeah, I'm a good saleswoman. I'm I believe that. Sierra's very personable that, that also. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> oh, you already have 15 credit cards? <laughs> What's one more? <laughs> Girl, <laughs> just add it on. It's, it's not that big of a deal. You're going to be in 10 million in debt by your 30? You'll be fine. Yeah. But you'll you be get 10% off today's at purchase. Least, <laughs> at least you'll look good while you're doing it. Bad. They're like, you know what? I'll take two. You know what? You're right. <laughs> it's not that bad. Okay, so what was the kind of kickback you would get from that? Or was there just goals? Like, um, Oh, gosh. It was so annoying. It'd be like, so you didn't sell 10 mascaras today. Why not? <laughs> I'm like, people didn't want to buy the shit. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what else to tell you. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you kind of... I don't know. It's like reading people all the time. Like, the thing you're talking about with the paparazzi, like, the whole game. It's like, you see somebody come in with, like their face done and they look hot it's like you're not about to tell them about a whole mascara but it's like oh you have your mascara done like are you wearing whatever xyz they're like no incentive you come in and somebody's wearing no makeup and you're like i can barely see your eyes bro (laughs) (laughs) like let me tell you what you need yeah so i mean like most of the time i feel like you can sell it but i don't know it's kind of terrible to be honest sales in general is hard because there's a fine line between trying to help someone and telling them how they should spend their money, which yeah. really isn't your right. But, and it's really hard when there's like a specific thing that you have to put, like you need to be pushing this because it's like, okay, I'm not going to push this on someone who doesn't need it because then I'm essentially lying, losing credibility. And like morally, it's kind of fucked up to, for me to tell you this is what you need because someone else is telling me that. 
But like you said, like if you come in and someone has some fucked up looking mascara, you can be like, okay, I know what <laughs> could help you. Like, yeah. <laughs> and that's like the cool part of sales because you really are helping someone. Yeah. Or you, you can look at it that way. But I feel like the more overhead pressure to push a specific thing is where like the lying comes in and the morality goes away. It honestly kind of sucks that like your boss is like standing there. She's got her arms crossed and she's staring at you like, you know, sell this mascara. It's mm-hmm. a perfect opportunity. Like, I have to lie to this person? Yeah. Right to their face. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not a liar. Yeah. It's a fine line between like the relationship and the money. And your boss, bro. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, and now you know. Like, you don't doing need what the you money. have to. Yeah. And retail's yeah. hard because you yeah. don't really have a choice. It's like, okay, well, I need to get, I need to continue to work here. So I yeah. guess this is what I'm doing. So. <laughs> How do you how do you deal with that like having to lie to somebody about something like that, right? To 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 make the sale, you yeah. mean? Yeah. Like you're lying. Personally, I don't. <laughs> I will always preface when I'm trying to sell someone something like what the true meaning behind it is. So if it's like this is hey man, like I think this could help you or like Hey, man, uh, this is something new that I want to show you, you know, even if because that at least makes it a smaller lie. That it's like even if I don't believe in it at all, I'm like, hey, man, this is some new thing I came across and I thought maybe it could it could work with you. But I don't know. I like pressure free sales because if you're the salesperson that's pressuring someone, they're going to back out. But if you're the one that's just like, hey, this is a gap in what you need. Check it out. You need to be credible, I guess. You can't be an asshole. I have another question, though. Salesperson is coming at you. You just walked into, like, your favorite store. What are you doing? I'm ignoring them. It's like, <laughs> I don't want... I just want to come in and I want to shop. I I know what I want. It's like, I'm either like, no, I'm, I'm okay. Or, you know, you're just like... I brush them off. I just say I'm just looking. Right. I always throw that at, at them. Or no thanks. <laughs> I uh, I took a long course on retail sales as part of my job, and um, yeah, like it's a bad practice for a store to have an employee approach you immediately, um, saying, "Can I help you with something?" A good example, like we went to Warby Parker today, which like is a glasses store, and that's like really like I feel like they do shit right there. And there was an employee that came up to us and he was like, just gave us a really brief, like, what's going on in the store? But it wasn't like, what are you looking for? It was like, yeah, he was like, try on as many as you like. Like, this is where this is. And then he was like, yeah, it's a no pressure, but it still gets the point across coming across, coming up to someone and saying, what can I help you with is useless. You might as well just not say anything. You should address them like, hey, how you doing? Or Good morning, whatever. Yeah, but give them a minute to kind of give them a few minutes to get any get anything around, and then be like, if there's something you need, let me know. I'm here. Like, don't be an asshole and ignore them, but don't just like come up and be like, well, can I help you with something? That's how to run a retail sales store 101 <laughs> from the, from the Honestly, good Friday. Honestly, everyone should be taking notes right now because it's so true. I know everyone was. Uh, wondering (laughs) i feel like honestly like every time i've been trained in a sales job it's been like all right make sure you go up to the person and you're like hey welcome in blah 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 say my name and i'm like why 
And especially if they come in and they like are on a mission, like you better get out the way. But, <laughs> right. <laughs> but my boss, like, you know, I've had bosses where they're like, make sure you like talk to that person as soon as they open the door. Like you have to say hello. Welcome. And I'm like, maybe they're just having a bad day. They're not yeah, maybe they talk. just want to be left alone. This is retail therapy. They're just they're here for the vibes, not for the, the talking. Yeah, I hate I hate when people come up to me immediately. It's like, just please leave me alone. I don't mind it if it's in a store that I'm not familiar with, and I'm just trying, and I know what I'm looking for, but I don't know where it is. I'll be like, hey, I'm trying to find this. Oh, aisle thirteen. Yeah, day that's three, true. Like, saves me a lot of time. So that's more mostly in like if I'm going to Home Depot or Lowe's or something like that. It's a little different, but it was a good uh, tactic we used today at Alta. We split up. Um, cause we needed help finding something and it, it's a lot easier for me to get approached because I just look very lost. He looks like the lost It's like, boyfriend. there's no way this guy knows what <laughs> the fuck so he's doing smart. in here. And yeah. then the salesperson came up and told us where, tell us where we needed to go. So it worked out. But then she lied to us. Yeah. Yeah. She told us it was buy one, get one free. She was straight lying. And it wasn't. Straight they didn't lying. give you the deal. I was like, aren't those buy one, get one free? And she was like, no, 25 each. It's like. Did oh. she charge you for 25 each? We just got I one. just got one. I was like, she okay. Just got one. See, that's, that's poor etiquette right there. You would never. I would never. I would, whenever that happened at Ulta, I'd be like, I would tell my manager, like, hey, you need to discount this because, like, I just told them one thing and I lied. So, like, change it. And I would, like, I would straight up offer somebody my money if, like, I told them something was on sale and, like, I don't know, if it was, like, a couple bucks, I'd be like, I'll give you, like, Although it was a different girl. Like, one girl told me it was buy one, get one free, and then the girl that checked me out was a different person. Oh, I'm riding the person. Out. I'm like, that girl over there, you see her with the hair stuff? I feel like she, she should have still offered it to me, though, because yeah, I was told. I, was I feel like show. if we would have pushed back further, they probably would have did it. Maybe. Because, like, they're not going to do it just off of you saying, like, someone told me this was buy one, get one free, because it's like... I could be lying. Yeah. yeah. And we don't like liars, so... Question. Answer. How many lies do you tell a day? <laughs> my whole life is <laughs> Yeah, I mean, when I wake up in the morning and tell myself today's going to be a good day, that's a lie. I'm just kidding. That's kind of depressing. Uh, uh, Probably like under 10. Yeah, I feel like not many. I mean... I'm trying to think of instances in day-to-day life that I would just feel the need to lie about something. <laughs> oh, someone, if I'm working on something and somebody calls me and they're like, or if I'm not working on something and someone calls me and like, hey, where's this at? I'm like, for work. And I'm like, oh, I'm working on it right now. That's a lie. I'm not, but I'm going to do it right now. Yeah, true. Or like, oh, yeah, I'll, I, I, I'll definitely get that to you by like tomorrow. But <laughs> it's, it's like, just so like, lie. it's so much better saying I'm working on that right now as opposed to being like, oh, shit. Let me get on that. You know, it's like oh, I'll have it because you know how much time it's going to take you. What yeah. about you guys? I don't know. Define lying. <laughs> See, that's my thing. Like, if somebody says, "You're if you're having a really bad day," and somebody's like, "Hey, man, how's it going?" You're like, "Oh, you know, good. How are you?" Like, but you're really having a terrible day. Does that count? That that's a lie, right? So white lie. Yeah. 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 So I guess so, I mean it sort of just depends. I don't know. I kind of lie like every day, like if I'm telling a story. (laughs) 
Like, I don't. Stories are big. <laughs> I lie about my life all the time. Yeah, like if I'm telling a story and I see your face, like, kind of not with it and you look sad, I'm like, we need to spruce it up a little bit real quick. So it's like, you just got to throw a little pizzazz into your story. I don't know if it's a lie, but it's like also free entertainment. Like, yeah. I'm trying to make sure they're not bored. Exactly. Sierra's lying for the greater good. So <laughs> it's okay. You never you never really worked in Alta. Like, this whole thing. Did I? I don't know. <laughs> it was just a spruce up the story. <laughs> Honestly, it contributed to the story. <laughs> now, do you, would you say like you guys are good at spotting liars? Or when or spotting people in a lie? Not spotting liars, but like catching somebody in a lie. I feel like it depends on how well I know the person. Because, like, my best friend lies all the fucking time. (laughs) And I know when she's lying. But, like, other people probably don't. They think she's just, like, a really interesting person. Which she is. But she also lies a lot. But I feel like... you can pick up on, like, different things. Or, like, you see that... If you see them... If you know they lie once and you pick up different things they do when they're lying, I can see that. Yeah. You kind of know. But... I don't know. I feel like that every stranger like I probably wouldn't wouldn't know that well what was the question <laughs> would you say you you're good at like spotting somebody in a lie oh yeah but you want to know what's annoying about that is like when people teach you about lying they're like oh you know a liar is like the type of person that like doesn't look at you when they're talking or they look away it's like what if I had something in my eye and I'm glancing away and it's like now they just think I fucking lied and also, some people are just really good at lying. So it's like they might not even do that. Like, it might just be like second nature. They're just like, it just rolls yeah. off the tongue, you know? I don't know. I feel like I can spot a good liar. Like, I don't know if I'm a good liar now. You got me thinking, bro. <laughs> I can, um, I think I can spot pretty well. Um, but. I don't know. Maybe people lie to me all the time and I don't realize. But like, <laughs> I feel like I, that's like poker, right? That's what playing poker is, is catching people in a lie. So I feel like that's something that I'm not terrible at. So that make, that's why I feel like maybe I'm good at knowing when people are lying to me. Yeah, I saw something the other day. It said that on average, people or the average person tells four lies a day. And fifty three percent of people think that they're good at spotting a liar or some or catching somebody in a lie. So I thought that it was interesting. More than half of people think they're good at catching liars. But I wonder how many people think they're good at lying. Yeah. Not just catching people, like telling them a lie. I know I'm not good at it. Yeah. I've never been good at it. I would suck at poker. I get a good hand. I'm 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 smirking. <laughs> I'm cheesing. I'm happy. I'm going home with money. I don't know how poker works, but I guess I'm going home with money. <laughs> I mean, the reason you wouldn't be a good poker player is because you don't know how poker works. Yeah, no, not necessarily. We can start with that. <laughs> yeah, you don't like poker. I hate games. I was, yeah, that's not a fun life. <laughs> games are boring. Like someone's like, you gonna play Monopoly? And honestly, I'm uh, ready to Monopoly go. Monopoly sucks. That's, yeah, that's boring. Yeah. Have you ever played fun games? Like never. No. You've never played I like a fun sport. game. Like I, if someone's like, you want to play a volleyball game? I'm like, hell yeah, let's go. Mm-hmm. But any board game or like dumbass game that someone's asked me to play, <laughs> I'm immediately, I'm immediately mad. Is every board game <laughs> a dumbass game? Mad. Yeah. Like, 
What if we wanted to play Uno right now? You wouldn't fuck I'm with leaving. that. I'm you really you wouldn't fuck with that. You're leaving. You're leaving. I'm telling you, I have to go home. My dogs are home alone. Like, I don't I feel good. Yeah, I, I got it. I got a headache. No, why? You're not a poker guy either. I like it. You are. Oh, why? I'm sorry. I feel like you used to. I used like to it. not. No. <laughs> I used to not like what it. What lie of the but day I'm, was I'm that? cool with it now. <laughs> I, I, which, yeah, which, which lie of the day was that? <laughs> oh, what is that What is that dumb game we play? Like, sometimes at your house or at the beach. 10,000. Oh, my God. Oh, is that what the dice? Just, yeah. I love just, that shit. You don't like that game? No, but we, can we talk about a game where you have to keep track? Like, that shit's ridiculous. Like, you don't have to keep track. Someone else <laughs> yeah. is one person. You. But then you have to ask, like, what am I at? Should I roll again? <laughs> And I hate directions. I'm like, do I roll again or do I stop? And they'll be like, you should hold. And I'm like, no, I'm going again. Because you said that I should hold. Gotta and now gamble. I want to do the opposite. Because you think you caught somebody. Because you don't lot. trust anyone. No. Trust is. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so is 10,000 a dumbass game? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Hey, what if I can say what, in your what card game or board game would you not qualify as a dumbass game? Honestly, Candyland. Really? Isn't that the one with the poppet in the middle? You don't even know what it is. How can you, <laughs> how can you say if it's a dumbass game? <laughs> that's uh, Boggle or something. Isn't oh, it? I just like no. The that's sound sorry. Sudoku. You don't Wait. Okay. What's again. everyone's? Stop, stop. You stop. <laughs> what's everyone's favorite card game? Life. Go. Well, obviously that's I not a card an game. It's a board game. Card game. Yeah, I like credit cards. And I like gift BS. Cards. <laughs> I like BS. Bullshit. Oh, BS is fun. Yeah, that's fun with big. Or checks war. Out. War's fun too. <laughs> you know, war. War. I, that's a little too. Eh. What are you talking about? It's like, I don't know. It's kind of boring. It's a dumbass game. Dumbass. Wow. Thank you. That's <laughs> a dumbass <laughs> game. Did you tell it? What game are you playing? Gin. Gin rummy. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I did I remember that when I was eight years old. Oh, this guy. <laughs> Get the spoon out. Isn't there a spoon in that game? That's no, that's spoons. spoons. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Cancelled. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm with Jen or I mean, I love a good game of Uno. Go fish. Mm, I remember that when I was eight <laughs> years old. <laughs> See, like Go Fish and War are on the same level for me. Wow. It's just cards. There's no skill involved. Yeah. There's no skill involved in war. Clip that. There's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hot take. I think we should start the pot off like that. There's no, no skill in war. Do you guys want to start recording soon or do you feel <laughs> warmed up? I'm tired of warming up for real, honestly. <laughs> Wait, what? Are we rolling? Please yes. tell me someone press record. Yeah, we. <laughs> yes, Welcome back. Good Friday's podcast. Episode 18. We, we are got here. Logan and Sierra in the building. You've heard us talk about them probably every episode or every other episode. Our two wonderful girlfriends. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for coming on, guys. How's it feel? Feels good to be here. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. It's good. Um, yeah, this me and CJ have secretly done a, a recording together yeah. before. We so have a, we have a vaulted. You no, know, it's together. not really my first time. That's fine. But, yeah. <laughs> but um, so that'll come out at no, some it, point. It will never come out. Yes, it will. Um, yes, it will. It's great. Should not come out. It's but, great. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. 
It's Welcome a good time. On. Hope you're ready to get canceled. Mm. <laughs> Would you get canceled for two thousand dollars? No. Two thousand? Yeah. No. I'm worth more than two K. I mean like I mean canceled in the sense like just People who follow you on social media would no longer fuck with you, but like you're, you still have like real friends. Like, I mean, that's already happened to me, and I didn't get anything for it. So, yeah, I would take it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but yeah, two K, like that's a little cheap. Come on, five K. No. More. What's the number, Sierra? What What would Minimum I have to pay 10. you to tweet like something just fucking ridiculous? Define ridiculous. I'll tweet anything. No one. Oh, oh, it seems like you won't tweet anything. Uh-oh. I don't know. Hundred k. Hundred k. You would tweet anything. No, no. Fifty. What is the tweet? Okay, giving? not anything. Anything. Because I'm trying to get like you know, fifty k is not going to keep my career going forever. I can't be missing out on job opportunities for your little bet. <laughs> what if the tweet starts all your job offers though? Yeah, I mean, there's always jobs at the Daily Wire and Fox News. Uh oh, page six. (laughs) What? (laughs) It's kind of wild that we're sitting here recording this. Like, what are the odds of that, right? Yeah. One to ten. No, not true. (laughs) No, I was ready to play. That's that's a game I like. What gambling? No. (laughs) What are the higher, lower, or like? Oh yeah, what are the odds? Oh, what are the odds? Is that like, like when you try to say the same number? Yeah. And if you do, you have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's honestly kind of weird doing this, like looking at all you guys and <laughs> talking into a mic. It does feel like. I wish there was a way to just like do it without microphones, in the sense that you could just sit and talk, but it would be recorded properly because it does feel a little bit like official. It does. Mm. I mean, except for the fact that Josh is using a Barbie microphone. Yeah, I mean. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> Question. Oh, God. Have you guys ever done an escape room? I have not. I have not. My life's an escape room. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's so good. That's so good. But honestly, That's though, so I'm already stressed. So, like, if someone, like, put me in a room... And was like, you got to get out or like a maze or something. With a time deadline. I might have a panic attack. My time management oh. skills are zero. You know. <laughs> no. Have oh. you? <laughs> this is a really bad conversation. <laughs> You've never done it. So I really hope you have. No, I've never done one. Oh, man. Uh. I've come close a couple times. What? But I never, I never did it. What if I just lock this room and leave you guys in here? So let's That's all go room. to an escape room. Oh, that would be And fun. we'll record yes. from there. Yes. That's a great and we'll pick that. up when we get there. See you soon. <laughs> we are in route. All right, guys. We're in the escape room now. <laughs> all right. Here we are. We've got 30 minutes. One time this Sierra's lady, this lady like screamed at me on the side of the road and was like, do you know where the escape room is? And I was like, no, I'm sorry. I don't really know. And she was like, well, I'm a nurse, so I have no idea. I was, like, was like, why the fuck did you just tell me that you were a nurse? I don't normally do this. I'm a nurse. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, okay. What do you think about that? What do you think about people like showing their profession like that? Like telling you what they do when you didn't ask? 
Maybe they're just seeking some attention that they don't get at home. You know? Oh. Yeah. That was deep. Maybe they're just really insecure. You know? Mm. Or maybe they're really just really proud of their job. I'm going to have to go talk about it a lot, but I'm kind of more on Josh's side, (laughs) to be honest. So you're going to go with her, but she's going with him. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a flex. If I spend money on a degree and I've studied years to be like a doctor, I'm like, excuse me, I'm a doctor. I'm going to need you to move. No, that's true, too. Like You should flex. Excuse me, I'm a doctor. (laughs) (laughs) You're standing in my way. $500. Oh, the Drake and Josh doctor. $300. Nice. Thank you. I can hear geese in my headphones. Somebody's mic is picking up geese. It's probably Sierra. What do you call a group of geese? Geeses. Oh, wait. Geese. (laughs) A flock? No. It's probably one of those like weird ones. What is it? I think it's gaggle. Mm. That sounds awful. <laughs> Can you imagine? These are me and my gaggles. No, it's probably no, not. Be like, this is my gaggle. There no, I was. This is my. Crew. There I was chilling with this the gaggle. My, I think it's a gaggle. <laughs> Rename the pod. Gaggle Fridays. Don't gaggle. laugh. It's not funny. <laughs> Don't laugh. It's not funny. I always feel like I laugh at the wrong time. Like I think everything's funny. But that's not. I mean, there's no wrong time to laugh. Well, if you think it's funny, not true. Yeah, I mean, there's a wrong yeah. time to laugh, but <laughs> so I, laugh. <laughs> I think I think you you know well enough when that is. It's a gaggle when they're on land. Wait. So what if they're flying? It's a skein. Spell that. Gaggles. S K. Sky gaggles. E I N. Skein. Skein. It's because they get rowdy. Skein. Skein. I think I had a doctor with the last name Stein. That's not right. How often do you guys get your car washed? When there's dirt on it. When it starts looking busted, yeah. But how often is that? Mm. Once every three months. A few months, yeah. Three months. So every quarter? Yeah. Almost. Same. Sometimes I have to do it against my will, like if if I'm taking someone around. But if it was my decision solely, then once a year, maybe. maybe Once a year. Are you washing your car or are you taking it somewhere? Currently, I'm taking it somewhere, but someday I'll wash my own car. Someday, wash your own car. If it's summertime, I'm washing my car by myself. Respect. I feel like if I had a, not that my car is not nice, but if I had a nicer car, I would Logan, wash we it. We have the same car. Very frequently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I would wash it more frequently you got if like it a, were like nicer. <laughs> You got like a detail one time, didn't you? Yeah. That's nice. Your car looked nice when we were in school. I can't remember why I did that. I don't remember why. I just remember there was a guy (laughs) in our driveway washing your car. (laughs) You got your car detailed in college. Yeah. I can't remember why. That's a flex. It was also like a work car, right? So that's probably. I can't remember why I did. There was a reason for it. I was taking it. It was dirty. Yeah. (laughs) It was dirty. That's right. So it it had to get clean. Just an idea. You guys ever have to do like car wash fundraisers or anything like that? Bake sales? Yes, I did. Yes. Nice. Uh, cool story. Nice. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> I, did I don't think I ever did a fundraiser, which is shitty. Am I a bad You didn't do person? like, a, we did one for field hockey. You didn't do one for lacrosse. Um, you probably didn't go. <laughs> Damn. I, I didn't give a fuck about the community. Yikes. 
That's a shame. It really <laughs> is. You know, but what can you do? Remember when they used to just exploit us for child labor when they would be like, okay, everybody, you're going to, everybody's going to sell chocolate bars and we're going to give you like shitty rubber duckies or some shitty <laughs> rubber duckies. Do you know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like literally child labor. Like it's literally child labor. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't know. We had to do them in school for like our band trips and stuff. Like we had no, to. Not, s- yeah, not band. Not band those. Is okay. Bands, all right. Yeah, because you're raising it to something <laughs> oh, you're going to do. Yeah. Just like. It was the ones where it's like, you could win this prize. Yes, yes. But yeah. But really, yeah, yeah. it's like even the description of the prizes were kind of whack. Like, and the amount w- of time that it would take you to sell enough shit to get like the big prize. The wage they should pay you, even if it was like minimum wage, would be way more than the prize that they're giving you. So it's just exploiting children. Yeah, I mean, they literally, ours was like the rubber duckies. Yeah. And it was like each one was like a little bit, had a little different like facial expression or like one had a mustache or something. But it's literally just like a $1 like rubber ducky. And it's like, that's what you worked for. And people would like collect them. Yeah. And it was like, it was cool to have them. So they like did a good job yeah. taking advantage of kids. I mean, kids thought it was cool. It wasn't cool. but It's like NFTs, was. right? Uh, yeah. One in the same. One in the same. <laughs> like like oh. a board ape, you know, a board ape. Each one's a little bit different, but like it's the same thing that doesn't really mean anything. But yeah. honestly, that's yeah. like, sorry, you go ahead, Logan. Oh, I had nothing to say. I was okay. just agreeing. But honestly, that's like when you go to King's Dominion or like carnival games and it's like you want something so badly, but you could just go to the store and get the teddy bear. Like, but right. you're, you're about to play the game. But I mean, obviously, the I didn't the play. chase. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like carnival games are a little different because it is like that thrill of like, I accomplished this. I didn't just buy it. But and it was fun and something to do at the time. I mean, carnival games are just teaching kids that gambling is fun. That's why I didn't play. Yeah. Quote. Yeah, I mean, it is like it's like, hey, give us way more money than you're going to get out of this to have fun and maybe win something. Going back to. (laughs) (laughs) I lost my train of thought, but that is a good quote. So write that down. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Oh, NFTs. <laughs> um, the uh, Tim Dillon has a really good bit of like saying he's going to go to a coal mine and showing like someone who's worked in the coal mines their whole life and have and just works for like minimum wage and like works harder than anyone here, and just showing them a like a picture of a monkey and being like, "This is worth eight million dollars," and just like just that is hilarious because it's like it's meaningless but it's just like a status thing although nfts are no longer a thing which is probably good are they not wait why i mean they're still a thing but they're not like they used to be like the one that justin bieber like pretty famously paid for for like millions is probably worth like thirty thousand dollars now yeah i never really understood the whole concept it's like those um it's just like i don't know it was all driven by hype and people some people made a lot of money some people lost a ton of money you know what can you do right that's why justin bieber sold his discography that's right um how much would you spend on a like your dream concert ticket how much money would you spend on that 
infinite. Wow. All right, you got the rest of you can't answer this. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, probably, actually, definitely like a lot. Like when you say dream concert, what exactly do you mean by that? What's your dream concert? <laughs> small venue, big venue, backstage. Pit small venue, row. small enough venue that there's like I don't want like a private show. That sounds terrible. But like a small venue that I know, and also guaranteed that there's nobody recording like just phones at the door and everybody's okay with that like probably like over a thousand dollars would that include like your pit your you get backstage you get to meet the artist i don't even know if i want to meet the artist maybe just have the opportunity to say hi but like i won't i don't artists to me are like such a it's like such a higher up thing that I feel like if I talk to them, I would feel weird. Kind of ruins the. It's like a role model. It's like meeting your role model, you know. Yeah. But if I could guarantee them to come on the podcast, then probably I would. What about you guys? I have a hard time with celebrities. They <laughs> kind of get on my nerves. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> like because. I'm like a super attached person. So if I meet somebody, like I want your cell phone number. Well, if I like you, I want your cell phone number. I want your Instagram. And I like want to go get coffee again. If I meet like Haley Bieber by some chance, then what's the point? Like I'm not going to see her again or hang out with her. So I don't know. I feel like I would get like emotionally upset. Not because somebody has to hang out with me, but like, I don't know. You know, you get the feeling when you like meet a person and you have like a good vibes like you go to starbucks and like i don't know they're excited to see you or like our local coffee shop they already know my order when i walk in so i'm like that establishes us and like i see them all the time but we don't have to hang out but if i see like Haley bieber who i love like we're not hanging out later what about like do you have any like who's your favorite music artist see i don't have one because it's just not realistic to me or who do you listen to you listen to I listen to the same songs every single day. Yeah, but... Like Post Malone and Justin Bieber. Okay, so Justin Bieber, how much would you spend to see him perform? Like 50 bucks. (laughs) (laughs) If you had like infinite money. Like what's the credit card fee? I don't know. Like I just really wouldn't care. Like to spend that money on that. Unfortunately, as sappy as it is, I'd rather, like, hang out with my friends and, like, go on a trip or something. Mm-hmm. That's true, yeah. Like, then to go see somebody in concert one time. Like, no offense to me, it's just not important. And I can just play them on YouTube or Spotify or something. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> How much money did you spend to see Taylor Swift? Um, I got a steal, so I feel like it shouldn't really count, but I paid... I think with fees and everything it was like two sixty. How much and do you I'm think you could like sell your ticket for? I know you're not going to do it, but how thousands, much thousands, like yeah, they have good thousands. seats. Everybody and our seats are really good. I'm not going to lie, they're really good. I crush it. <laughs> yeah, but I would have paid like going into it. We were all like, okay, we'll pay like at least like. If we have to pay like six hundred dollars, we will. And we were all like committed to that idea. And like Steph was like, "We'll pay 
She was like, whatever you guys want to pay, like, just let me know. So, yeah, like, well, yeah. But, like, I mean, if I was, like, you know, if I made a little more money, <laughs> I mean, I would probably pay, like, thousands for this. Just for me, it, it'd her. be hard to pay a bunch of money to see someone at a big venue. Um, like, seeing a big artist at a small venue is something that I think I could spend a lot of money doing. Um, it would have to be big enough to have, like, a real sound system, you know? Like, I think it's silly when people are like, it was better seeing this band when they were playing at bars. It's like, no, it wasn't. It sounded like shit when you saw them at the bar. Like, no, but it would be cool, like, a really big artist that you love at, at a like, a small, small venue that you would see, like, a small band at. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I feel like a lot of my favorite artists, like, do... Not all of them. Like, I like artists that play big, big venues. But, like, it's... I'm fortunate to see, like, a lot of my favorite artists in relatively intimate venues. Like, we just saw Litter Light at Jefferson. Like, that was awesome. And that was, like, a tiny venue. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we were fortunate enough to see Jack Harlow at that bar in dc so that was fucking sick like that'll never happen again so yeah i don't know it's all about like the intimate like actually feeling like you're like, with them at a show not just part of like a huge huge crowd how crazy would it be if, like do, do artists ever go back and play venues that they played like on the come up like when you brought up the jet the show jack did like 10 years or maybe s six years down the line they go back and do like what if they did a tour that was like the same route they took back when they were on the company you know what i mean it's like yeah a, that'd, be, that'd cool. be a really crazy thing i don't know if anybody's ever done something like that it's hard because the money so when they're coming up they're probably staying in shitty hotels and taking shitty tour buses but now they're at a level where they can like fly or take like a really nice tour bus and stay in super top notch hotels and playing small venues just isn't gonna you're not gonna make money doing that. Also, like CJ was saying, like we we went, it was early on in his career. So it's like if we like if Jack did a show again at his earlier like one of his earlier venues, it would just be like all the people that are on the trend now of Jack would be there. If that makes sense. Like, it's all about the experience. Like, when we went, I know we've been a couple of times, but when we all went, it was definitely, like, fun because you're with your friends and it is a small venue. And, like, we knew the words and the songs, but, like, now it would just be, like, no offense, like, all these girls screaming, like, oh, my God, Jack, like, but there's only, like, 50 or 100 people there. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it wouldn't be as, like, cool of a vibe because yeah. all the people are, like, super fans. Yeah. Um, I, I know, like... Uh, Beach House, who's a band I really like, has said they've had thoughts of doing a tour at tiny venues, but pledging to not do their hits. So they're not going to do like their top five songs. So they're going to do like deep tracks at small venues, which I think is a really cool idea because that's going to weed out like if you're going to see Jack Harlow and you know he's not going to do first class or go or do what's popping like that's going to weed out everyone who you just said. You know what I mean? Or yeah. the majority of them. Yeah. So that's, I feel like that's a really cool concept to be like, okay, we're doing small venues and we're not going to do our top five songs on Spotify. 
honestly, it would be a lot of work, but I feel like the people, like the managers at the time, if they reached out to the people that bought tickets to that venue and like they got first dibs, then I would totally go. Mm. So like if you saw them once, you got priority. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's I interesting. Don't, like you would definitely need to keep stats and like all that information. But if it was possible, like in a dream world, that would be my dream concert. Like to go back to one of his, his smaller shows. Where did you see him the first time? Manassas, Virginia. Manassas. Okay. Really? At a park. Yeah. It was a free concert. Wait. For local talent. What was the first time you That's paid cool. to see him? It at was the time after that. Didn't you see him at like a basement? It was in D.C. Yeah. Songbird Cafe, I think. Okay, that was in D.C. as well. I For some reason, I thought that was like somewhere not in D.C. No, no he did Songbird. Then he Union did uh, Stage and then Union. Fillmore. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Jack. Good job. Yeah. I think when we saw him, he said, or somebody said, maybe it was your cousin, was like, next next round we're at the anthem. And they were. Yeah. So that's cool. Calling your shot. Yeah. Big time. All right, let's get into it. You know what day is this week? Valentine's Day. Ugh. Okay. What's good with <laughs> Valentine's Day? Do you guys celebrate Valentine's Day, CJ and Logan? Yeah. No, yeah. we don't. We don't. We're not really. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, we do. Uh, this year, we're we're going to see a concert in at the Anthem, actually, on Monday. So we'll be in D.C. from Sunday to Tuesday. So the Tuesday's Valentine's yeah, Day. Tuesday's so Valentine's we don't have, like, huge plans for Tuesday specifically just because we're doing that. But generally, we have been kind of bouncing back and forth like we'll do order take out stay in one year then the next year we'll go out and do like the whole thing and then but last year kind of threw us off because last year we stayed in because we just moved here so it was like our first yeah like dinner we here. ate we made dinner and we ate on like a storage bin because yeah. we didn't have a coffee table i mean a we didn't kitchen have table anything yet. we didn't have a couch we had no furniture so was, we just like it was good. Yeah. We had like stuff to cook with and like plates, but that was it. So that was cool. Yeah. But yeah, this we'll do all our out and about like Sunday and Monday. So Tuesday we'll probably take it easy. What do you guys generally do? We don't celebrate Valentine's Day. I'm oh. working that day all day. <laughs> I like think at all. To. We used to in the beginning. But I think probably the what, like the last two to three years, we don't celebrate it. Like, I think we say happy Valentine's Day, but we don't get cards. We don't do chocolate. We don't do anything. It is a commercial holiday. Usually, like, try to make a nice dinner. But that's that's probably what we'll do. Yeah. Not something crazy. a little bit special, but nothing like not. We've never done anything nuts. Like, even the years we would go out, we would just go to, like, I think we went to the sushi plate greens in Blacksburg. Oh <laughs> yeah. my gosh. Which yeah. Fire. So I mean, good. Yeah, you can't. We used to always um we would like stay in a hotel room when we were in college. Yeah, because we like, it was like if it was in the middle of the week you could get a hotel in Blacksburg or Harrisburg. Really cheap. For, like, and then we would like super you know. cheap. But then it still felt like a thing, you know. Yeah, you it was kind of like a house. Getaway almost. Yeah. Especially because yeah. like, we were like in college and yeah. Yeah. So that. Yeah, I guess it's different now because we live together. But like back then, it was a soup, like a nice getaway to not be like, you know, in your college house. Yeah, it's cool. 
Yeah, I'm not. I don't know. I just, I view Valentine. I just think I just think it's silly. I think um, days like that. I don't know. I don't know if, if it's silly. Oh, here we go. I just feel like <laughs> it's it's cute when people like CJ and Logan like do something <laughs> like they're going to DC. I think it's worse when people like are like mean to each other, and then on Valentine's Day they're posting on Instagram. They're buying chocolate hearts. Like, and it's all like, yeah, yeah, for show. All of a sudden, people are like excited, but I don't know. I don't celebrate it, but I like it when it's like true love and people are like, we love each other every day, but today we're going to be like super lovey. That's cute. No, that's why I think it's silly what you said about people who are like, they just have a crappy relationship and then they ball out on Valentine's Day. That's just comical to me. Yeah. And I think like that kind of, well, depending on their relationship, I guess, but it kind of shows like the strength of your relationship because I feel like, like you guys, for example, like obviously you're good, <laughs> you know, but like, and you've been together forever, but you don't, you know, you don't care that much about Valentine's Day. But I feel like there are those couples who like they just want to like celebrate it so they can like have their boyfriend buy them flowers and like they can take pictures and post it on Instagram, you know, like they don't really care about like the meaning behind it it's more just for show what is the meaning behind it like what's the origin of valentine's day yeah i don't did we learn that at one point hey sierra would you mind closing that window i can hear children um take a quick pause there you go yeah that's been bad for a minute. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's. it had to come from somewhere. But it's just, it is a commercial holiday. Like, it's just a reason for, like, companies to get rich off of people wanting to spend a shit ton of money. Ooh. Like, the idea of giving, like, an expensive Valentine's Day gift is silly. It's like, it should be about just being together and not. Yeah, I feel like some chocolates or something. Is, yeah. I feel like that's all we've ever done. And that's always other. cool. Like it's <laughs> or like you dinner. Know, it's you know? cool to like to celebrate love, but it's not cool to just be like, okay, this is the time of year that I need to spend like thousands of dollars on a gift or a dinner because it's like that's what they want you to do. So I looked it up, and this is literally Google, and it took me to Wikipedia, so we won't take this, you know, wholeheartedly. <laughs> but Valentine's Day, it originated as a Christian feast day, honoring one or two early Christian martyrs named St. Valentine. And for later folk traditions has become a significant blah, 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 blah. So it's like talking about what Valentine's Day became. But that's how it started. Huh. Christian holiday. Leave room for Jesus this Valentine's Day. A whole lot of Christians. I mean, God did. <laughs> what? <laughs> what did I say? That? A whole I was lot of Christians. My phone. I have no idea. What? I said a whole lot of Christians. I have no idea why. <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. You should be saying shit. That was yeah. weird. Pause. Pause. Um. We got. We got. No, it's irrelevant. No, it's not. Let's let's go. No, this just is like a personal question. Like, is there an essential that you guys have to have like every day, no matter what, even if you don't use it? Like on the go. Like you're going to work, traveling to work. What needs to be like in your purse, in your car, or whatever? 
a good in question. In your purses. Guys, go ahead. What's um, in your purse? That is <laughs> a natural <good> gift. <laughs> like, you have to have it or else, like, your heart's beating a little bit faster. Hmm. I mean, the obvious ones, obviously, like phone, wallet, but I don't, other than that, I feel like I have to have chapstick or something like that, just in case my lips get chapped. Oh, I have to have napkins in my car. Oh, that's a good one. I fucking, I'm like on edge if I don't have napkins in my car. So that, and recently I haven't, so I've really been like just living with that anxiety when I go places, but that's definitely my answer. Bottle of water. Yeah. Water is a good one. Yeah, water is a good Hand one. Hand sanitizer, I feel like I, I like to have that with me most of the time. What about you, Sierra? I don't know. Water and chapstick. Like if I don't have water and like I have every time I leave the house, I have water and chapstick in my hand. It's like if I think about not having water, which your mouth's gonna dry. Like you just start you I don't know you think about not having something right. to drink at like the worst time like you're I don't know imagine going to work and being like oh my god I don't have any water oh my mouth's gonna dry now I'm choking like no I'm choking <laughs> now I have now a I'm headache I'm dehydrated I see it. yeah I mean it's kind of awful and then chapstick too it's like you can't be licking your lips like that and that like white little crease you get if you you're like dehydrated <laughs> I don't know top two yeah I'm having a mini panic attack but I don't have water genuinely. If I'm going overnight somewhere, I need headphones and a speaker. Like, it bothers me to go somewhere and not, it, especially headphones. Like, even if I don't use them, it's just, like, bothers me if I'm in a situation where I, I really wish I had headphones and I don't have them. Um, speaker, too. Like, I like to just, that's, like, the way I could feel the most at home, like a hotel, is to be able to, like, put music on. So if I can't do that, then I'm like, or if I have to play it out of my phone speaker, then I'm like starting to get a little, like, fuck that. Champagne problems, though, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like overnight, all I really need is like my charger and like, you know, it's like the essential for me. I I hate unexpected overnights yeah such as when we got stuck and you guys had to pick us up like <laughs> wow, obviously yeah. huge thanks and it was a wonderful experience but just like having to stay somewhere when you didn't plan to is like that. yeah I and like you don't that. have a change of clothes you don't have your charge like, for me i couldn't take my makeup off <laughs> like logan yeah. that is my bad i had makeup remover but i was dead asleep josh was like where's your makeup remover i was like find it <laughs> like, i think i might have found a way to take my makeup yeah, you, off actually you definitely i think did. i did i think josh might have found it i straight up had makeup remover but i was like asleep and i was like no but on the topic of not having stuff i'm like super can't see so i have glasses and i wear contacts if i'm unexpectedly spending the night at someone's house and i don't have my contact solution or glasses yes. i could not drive home the next day especially if no one's staying with me like yep i'm done that's the one for me too i remember one time i was driving to my parents house and they live like five hours away and i realized like an hour out that i didn't have my glasses (laughs) and i was wearing my contacts i was like great so i just have to wear my contacts this entire trip which i hate doing because contacts are uncomfortable for those who wear them i'm sure they know (laughs) it's like it's not great are yours daily or monthly 
I yeah, I'm monthly. I just get like oh, a good. six month supply and switch them out when they start feeling gross. Love that for you. So daily, you just throw them in the trash at the end of the day. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I have a lot of allergies. Not that anybody asks, but <laughs> I I have to have daily contacts because I'm like I got to throw that stuff away. Like I don't know. I used to have monthly all throughout high school, but then you know I got a big girl job. I was like, I'm gonna get these daily contacts. Yeah, I deserve it. <laughs> I'm blind. I'm worth it. Yeah. Josh is looking at me. <laughs> I'm <laughs> thankful for my perfect vision that I ah, will. No, I know it'll <laughs> go away soon. I am about to get. I'm ready to get LASIK. I'm ready to commit, and I think I'm gonna book a consultation soon. I'm going with you. <laughs> I want it. Everybody raves about it. It's like, why not? I can still hear those kids, man. They're screaming outside. They're a little loud today, yeah. yeah. Someone's just telling them to shut the fuck up. Yeah, I just want people to know we have nothing to do with that screaming, especially me. There's not <laughs> there's not a dying person in the closet. Yeah, that's honestly terrifying. <laughs> okay, we probably have like a pretty largely... I, this might not be true, but I feel like we have a lot of single listeners. And if you're a guy... What is the proper way to approach a girl in a bar without looking like a total fucking creep lunatic? Ooh, Valentine's Day content. Because like <laughs> there's some there's some guys out there that have no like me included that have no fucking idea how to do that. No so, game. Yeah. It's good no. for me. <laughs> Definitely good for me too. So I'm what's the what's the proper way to approach someone without sounding like a fucking creep? To be honest, I think it's it's really hard to do these days like because to be honest like when I'm out like any guy that talks to me I automatically am like on guard like I'm like what are you trying to do like you're creepy like that's just my mindset which is not a good mindset to have but also trying to protect myself (laughs) but I don't know I guess like just not being I guess just trying to talk to a girl like you would talk to anyone like, don't try to be, like, creepy, I guess. Don't try to be, like, overly flirty. I think just trying to be, like, a normal person is a good approach. I always go with humor. I mean, I'm a naturally, like, flirty person. Obviously not on purpose. But with, like, anybody, I'm naturally, like, wanting people to laugh at my jokes or whatever and, like, get people's attention. So I feel like... I don't know eight years ago when i was in the game in high school i don't know if a guy's coming up to me and like making me laugh within like 30 seconds chances are like i want to hear another joke but like logan said like don't be weird like obviously be yourself i don't know if a guy comes up and he's like yeah i'm a doctor we're gonna just like you should totally go out with me i'm like yeah, I think I'm gonna throw up. I'll be right back. But like, I don't right. know. If you come up and you're like, "Hey, I think you're like really pretty," and I don't know, I saw you from across the room, and now I'm here, I'm gonna be like, "Tell me more." Um, <laughs> <laughs> also, just like, um, this should go without saying, but like, just don't, don't touch a girl oh, if you facts. don't know them. Don't ever touch a girl at the bar. I just, don't know them. I just watched <laughs> even this, if you do this Seinfeld episode and um, George like touched this girl while he was waiting for the elevator to feel the fabric of her shirt, and she I'm immediately sorry. got fired <laughs> from his job. But I was just like, I mean, he didn't mean anything by it. But Logan's right. Like in this day and age, like don't touch somebody, like no matter what, male or female, no. get off me. 
Even if you're like, excuse me, like I'm trying to get past, like just don't touch yeah, me. Yeah, that's, that's the wackest <laughs> oh shit gosh. ever. That's what? such an infamous thing, though. Mm-hmm. Especially at concerts. Oh, I need to get past you. It's like, no, that was my butt, bro. Yeah, it's like, get you. <laughs> Anything, even if it's like the like the least, like even if they just like touch my shoulder and they're like, oh, sorry, I'm trying to get past. It's like, don't. Don't touch me. <laughs> Please just <laughs> yeah. like, give me like a little bit of space here. Like, so. And it wasn't necessary. Like you didn't have to do yeah, that. Yeah, you chose <laughs> to touch. Yeah, that was a conscious choice and it was the wrong one. <laughs> I don't know. I get pretty handsy when I'm like out with my friends. And we're like, <laughs> Uh-oh. You're the, you're the problem. <laughs> Watch out, Sierra. Like if we're drinking and Logan is standing there, like my arm's around her shoulder. Like I can't help it. Well, okay, your well, friends is one That's thing. different. Oh, that's yeah. different. That's, that's different. different. Yeah, but it, sorry. It, yeah, if you're like a stranger, I'm like, girl. Yeah, you should, <laughs> yeah. You should hug your homies. That's yeah. a fact. Yeah, yeah no, I'm like, okay, I should learn this. this Valentine's Day. <laughs> hug your homies this Valentine's Day. Well, it's been fun. <laughs> yeah, this this we has been good. Bed. This has been good. <laughs> You're fucking up our dead. It's dead care. now. It was fine, and now it's dead. So I like it. You owe us a new one. I used to work at a plant shop. You used to work everywhere. You know, I hear that a lot. Shout out to my boss. <laughs> you know, she's, she's a versatile. Yeah, you know. That's cool. It's good to have, like, multiple places like that. Yeah, I it's used to get thing. bored a lot, so. Can't do that now. We got bills. <laughs> <laughs> but used to. How many jobs have you guys worked total so far? In your life? Yeah. <laughs> I got to count up. My first job was at Applebee's. Oh, yeah. Love my first, like, real job. At, before that, I was a babysitter. I would count that. Babysitter. Yeah, Applebee's. any income received Oh, counts. yeah. And I worked at another restaurant. And then I worked at another restaurant. And then... I think that's it. And I work where I work now. So, five, I guess. I've worked the same job my entire working age life. Starting like just like stapling shit and getting coffee for when because it was my dad's company for a lot of years when I was in high school doing that and then college taking care of some of it for him and then full time after graduation. So like the idea of like a job interview is like a very foreign concept to me. (laughs) Yeah, I think I've had like seven jobs. Maybe eight. What was your first job? First job. Probably working for my parents when I was 15, probably. But that's when you can first. What is the legal age to start working? We were just, we just talking, talking about I think this. it's 15, you get Sorry, your permit. and then cause you, Yeah, you can get a... What age do you... Is 15 the right age you get it a permit? Be, it's not 13. It's 13 or 15, I think. I think yeah, I thought it was one of the... Because we went out to dinner, and the host looked like she was like freshly 12 yeah like, like she had it she was, it literally was 12. Like, a little concerning. it was insane maybe it's changed i feel like when we were younger it was 15 and then i could be on payroll but yeah and then i had it i worked a little bit in the restaurant industry had two different jobs at tech and then kind of a couple of internships but yeah probably seven maybe i think it's cool do you guys feel like having a uh, did you guys, I know you said you were sort of working with your dad in high school. Did you have a job in high school, Logan? Oh, 
Sierra, I know you had a job in high school. I've had a job every year of my life. Yeah. Do you guys <laughs> feel like it's important for high schoolers to like go get a job at that young age? To or be honest, like no. I personally don't. <laughs> Unless you really need a job to like support your family or something. But if you don't and it's just like kind of like a way for you to make some extra money and like learn responsibility I don't think it's necessarily like super important but I guess it depends on the person also because if you're like kind of a bad kid or something I think that would teach you a good lesson of like how to behave in the workplace and learn responsibility but it's it's good to like like, I think it's a good parenting thing to not just, like, give your kid money. But, it, you know, like, if you, hey, if you want money to do that shit, go get a job. But, like, I don't think it's, I wouldn't be the kind of parent to be, like, you need to get a job when you're in high school. Like, if you don't want to spend money and you just, like, are cool with being broke, like, I don't give a fuck if you work. Like, <laughs> at, at that age, obviously, you know. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's. I don't think it's cool to just be like, oh, no, you don't have to work at all. I'll just give you money. Like That's yeah. not going to, that's going to like backfire in the long haul. What do you guys think? Josh? <laughs> I don't, I mean, I don't think it's something that is essential for you to get work experience while you're in high school. However, I do think starting that process of, having that responsibility of a job starting that process early at a high school level, I think could really, um, there's a chance it could boost you above, um, your peers and just having more experience, like having work experience is valuable, but I also think there's a good chance it doesn't do anything depending on what the job is. You know what I mean? And how you handle it. And Yeah. Definitely yeah. good for your resume, especially when you're starting out. Cause you know, you can at least put something on there and have some type of reference, you know. Mm -hmm. I have a completely different opinion, but uh -oh. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like everyone needs to have like at least like one job when they're in school. I mean, it's kind of hard, though, because like I played multiple sports and I was in band and then like in the summers I would work. But I don't know. I feel like I forgot who said it, but it just kind of teaches you like morals, like how to spend money. And I think CJ said it, but like in the long haul, if you don't have your own money, it's like going to be hard when you do have a job for the first time. That's true. But yeah. That's just coming from somebody who, who's had like 20 to 25 jobs in their life. Oh my and gosh. it's a different perspective, which is good. Yeah. I, it's all about what you, that's a really good point. Like when you finally do start making your own money, you're like, well, what the fuck do I do with this? Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. My thing has just been like, I'm not going to hand you money, but if you're cool with just being broke as shit, like, yeah, yeah. fine. That's fine. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And I feel like when you're a high schooler, like, you can be okay with being broke as shit. Like, yeah. yeah. What do you need money for? You it's know? so hard now, though, not to, like, bring in politics, but, like, social media. I feel like if I was in high school right now True. and I saw, like, the Lululemon bags, the Stanley Cups, like, all this stuff that all these other teenagers had, I'd be like, Mom, Dad, like know can i have it too but yeah i mean i would never do that but <laughs> no, that's i feel true, like though. i'd be quick to get a job just to make 40 bucks to go get a cup to be honest but yeah. that's 
if you have that mindset, then it's all a good thing. That's true. If you're like willing to be like, okay, I need to, I mean, I guess it's still coming from a bad place, but it's like, I want this in life, so I'm going to work for it. Is yeah, a good way to look at anything. I think that's a good thing. Like if you're willing to, at that age, go get a job just so you can get something that you really want. I think that's a good thing. But what you're, uh, the other side of kind of what you're saying is like, um, it's not good to be like, okay, the only reason I need to get a job is so I can get a cup. Yeah, <laughs> that's facts. not good. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> but I, I can imagine being like, growing up now is probably hard. That's what like, I'm saying. It gets, it's just such a different, growing up is a different experience for every generation. And the more the older generation tries to compare the newer generations to their own, the further disconnected they get, right? So it's like, you're looking at, like our parents looked at us growing up, like in our day, like we yeah. didn't have internet and it's like, okay, well guess what we do now. Yeah. So like, that's just, just how to, it is now. Yeah, accept it and, and adjust. But it's hard. Like I I know I'm going to fucking struggle with that. Like when I'm like, like a child growing up being like all this shit that I don't understand at all, I'm naturally going to be like, we didn't have it when I grew up, so I grew up fine. And like, I think like it's not a bad thing to try to teach like morals and stuff that you learned. Obviously, that's like what being a parent is. But I feel like you do have to kind of listen and try to adjust because like the landscape has just changed. It's changing every year, really. Like kids in high school now is a totally different thing than it was when we were in high school. Honestly, facts. Lucky for me, though, my dad is, like, super hip, I feel like. So he's, like, he's pretty quick. Like, if Jack Harlow's coming out with a new video, he's sending it to Josh, like, the minute it drops. So, I mean, that's... Thanks, Dad. Yeah, I love my dad. Shout out to Dad. Nice. But he's super, like, he's he's talked about that before. I've been, like, you know, I understand there's, like, a disconnect, but I feel like he tries to, like, stay on the cusp of it, which is nice. He doesn't have to, and that might be weird. I don't know. But it's cool for me, so. Thanks, Dad. You have something to say. Uh, <laughs> my, my parents have always been like they're not c- connected like that really but there are in a way and they've never been in like kind of like throwing away like problems that happen now that would not have happened when you know like they recognize that things are just fucking different now like they'll often say like I don't envy you for growing up now as like because like it probably was kind of sick to just grow up when like there was no social media and like you just enjoyed life with other people no rules either and things were affordable yeah Yeah. it's like i i don't think i think it's really stupid when people are like just like get over it like it was easy for me it should be easy for you but like even if you don't understand what's going on you can at least be like accepting and listen you know I feel like being a good listener is just a good skill to have from time you're born to the end. Honestly, I just thought of something. So, like, when we were kids, or I guess, like, now, like, CJ, you were saying, like, our parents talk about, like, things were different when they were growing up. I think from the time that we were kids until now, things have changed, like, drastically super fast. So, like, I feel like when I was a kid, there was no social media, and we would stay outside, and literally when the lights would come on outside, we would go inside, because we knew it was, like, 
you know, time to get ready for bed, blah, 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 like time to eat dinner. But like now it's like when the sun's going down, I guess if this makes sense, like I'm on my phone. So it's like, I feel like I was more in tune with like outside slash nature. And then also just like with family. So, but now we have like electronics and I don't know, just things are like really different, but it, it's crazy. We started off like that and it's only been a couple, several years. Yeah, everybody's so, I mean, the phone is like mandatory nowadays. Like you rarely see people not not walking around with their phones out and stuff like that. I was talking to CJ and Logan earlier about how much information we store from things we see on our phone and they could have absolutely nothing to do with our life. But for some reason, we'll hold on to the headline of a news article that we saw earlier that morning, even though it has nothing to do with anything in my life you know what i mean yeah we're we're growing up or i mean i think it's fair to say we're still growing up um in a age of like there's just so much information like it's everywhere you can't op- you can't look anywhere without taking in some kind of information and like that's a good point like how much of it is just wasted space that could be filled up with like something real um yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's why it's important sometimes to just like take a step back and be like, okay, like <laughs> I I don't need it. I don't need this. Like I don't yeah. know. I feel like I feel like it's again, this is kind of relating or trying to like relate to people who might not have had the same life experience. It's easier for us to realize that because we saw a time without it. Like there's kids growing up now that have never seen a time without Instagram being like as big as it is and like just social media in general we still are like we're like the last generation of people or one of the last to like remember a time where that didn't exist you know like a few more years there'll be people like in high school college age that don't remember a time that Instagram didn't exist there still are now but like in a few years you know For sure. Yeah. And I feel like that's a good point. Like I never, I feel like I never really thought about like how much information we do take in like all the time without even like thinking about it either. Like we never really even notice it, but like every day I'm looking at like all these different influencers and all these random like reels and TikToks and just random shit. And yeah, it is like all up, all up there. And I think you were saying, babe, like, it probably fucks with our memory too. Cause we have so much of our brain being taken up by like random crap that doesn't even matter, or like relate to us at all. But then it's like taking away from memories in our lives and things that are actually important to remember. Honestly, on that same note though, like kids don't have to remember anything <laughs> because they can just look it up or they can take a picture or they can record it. Okay, yeah. So, like, same thing for, like, school, too. Like, you're studying for a test. It's, like, you're just going to memorize stuff for that test. And then after the test, you're going to forget. So, you've, like, taken a whole class. It's the same thing in college. Like, all you're doing is studying for exams. And then after everything's done, after four years, like, I don't know. I ask people all the time, like, what is one thing you learned in college? It's, like, I don't fucking know. (laughs) Yeah. Just try to pass every exam so I could get my degree. I mean, it's probably different for, like, medical like people and stuff but uh, it might not be you know yeah, like, that's what's not. crazy it's like I, 
and that's like society. That's like <laughs> that's like a deeper rooted problem of like our entire schooling has just been okay. You put the right answers on this so that you get the best number. Like that's it. That's what it always has been. And I don't think I'm the first per like I know I'm not the first person to say like it's stupid that um like that's the way it is because you're not actually getting anything out of it. To an extent, it has to be that way because you can't just let people you can't do like the schooling of just being like okay, everybody just do whatever you want and you will learn and you will get the most out of it that way. It has to be structured and there has to be like tests to prove you're actually doing something. But like there is a problem with it. And like the fact that you can talk to someone who graduated from like college and like has a successful job and you could be like, what did you learn in college? They could be like, I have no idea. Like that's a problem. You just wasted that much of your time. But that was the only, you didn't waste it in the sense because that's the only way you could get where you are right now. But realistically, you could have just did what you're doing right now anyhow. Because like how often do you hear someone at their first big job that's like, oh, I don't use anything I learned in college at this job. You know, a like, lot. That's, yeah. that's a problem. That's an issue. I'm not saying it's everyone. <laughs> Like, I feel like you probably use what you learned. Yeah, I don't, I don't hear that at all. Okay. But, but there's the difference, like, right there. Like, Josh had more of, like, a hands-on experience in college. Like, I feel like in high school, I was a really bad test. I, like, failed, like, all my tests. But if someone was like, can you talk to me what you just learned? Like, talk about what you just learned today? I love talking. I can talk all day about what I learned. But yeah. the minute you're like, here's a multiple-choice exam, I'm like, fuck, did this? I don't know. There's four options. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, being a bad test taker is, a, you know, like it has no sign of like how intelligent you are, how much you can retain information. It's just like, it's like people are just bad test takers. I was just lucky enough to be a good one. That's yeah. the only reason I graduated. Now people like them are jealous of you. I don't know. It just ruins opportunities for people. I mm-hmm. applied to Virginia Tech three times, got into my third try, but I wanted to go straight out of like high school. But because I wasn't a good test taker, I like, I guess you can't fail your SATs, but I did. And so, I don't know. If I had just passed it, I could have gone to school, like, right away. I don't know. That seems kind of... It's not fair. It's not, yeah. And it's like, I don't think I'm a dumb person, but if someone, like, had asked me, like, I don't know. I have a lot of professional skills, not a lot of, like, book skills. So, I don't know. Well, something like the SAT, you could just get lucky. You know, Mm -hmm. if you get... If there's... 50 questions you guessed on and you happen to get I don't know a good chunk of them right your score is going to determine whether or not you for some schools that's the one thing they really look at that's going to determine whether or not you get accepted into that college so like yeah I'm not a I'm not a great test taker either and I'm not a fan of standardized testing but yeah it's it's just it makes no sense and it's just cram for this and then let it all leave your head afterwards yeah I don't know I mean like I never judge people who don't go to college because it's like you're probably like you're making the right decision probably (laughs) like (laughs) like you have an extra like 50k yeah it's like "Ah, that's fine yeah I don't know but I mean I think college can be important for reasons other than academics but oh 100 um 
academically speaking, like if you don't go to college, like I've never been one to look at someone like that and be like, oh, well, I probably know more than you. Like realistically, you probably know more than I do. (laughs) (laughs) So how about that Caps game? Just checking. I don't think we've ever talked about hockey on this podcast till right now. So you're the first person to ever bring up hockey on the podcast. I don't even watch sports. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody got anything else? Nope. I'm okay with letting this be the ending. Yeah, I'm cool with it. I think I'm sure we're gonna have a few more episodes with these two guests. So. I don't feel like we need to get everything into one episode. Thank you guys for coming on. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's not going to be free, but I enjoyed my time here. Yeah, I mean, the 15K paid each was worth it, I think. We'll probably get it back. Yeah, just um, let me know who I should send my invoice to and we'll we'll get that covered. Yeah, uh, it's uh, Instagram handle Life with Racer. Takes care of all that for us. (laughs) Great, great. I'll be in touch. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Yeah, thanks, everybody. Episode 18. Peyton Manning. 18, yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't think of another one. I think that's two weeks in a row. That's the only name. Got him. Uh, yeah, thank you, everybody, for listening, and we'll see you guys again next week. Love you guys. Bye. Peace. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>